able to use data to identify that there was very large quantities of persuadable voters there that could be influenced to vote for the Trump campaign. further down the well than anybody else to understand what are those really deep-seated underlying fears, concerns. There's no good fighting uh, an election campaign on the facts. A different entity with a different name so that no record exists with our name attached to this at all. We have rebranded the entire party twice, written their manifesto, done two rounds of 50,000 surveys. Huge amounts of research, analysis, messaging. I mean, then we'd write all the speeches and we'd stage the whole thing. So just about every element of his campaign. Okay. humans welcome back to the slackline quote of the day broadcast you are here again with the boss, the boss is coming. That's a made up dumb fairy tale name you we are back to chatting quotes it is wednesday march 21 2018 uh we are into spring now uh it's a little bit of a spring day outside there in uh in uh sort of cloudy hazy vancouver uh, we are coming at you today thanks to the 21st century guillotine. Has power and wealth been concentrated to a very few? Has corruption and voter manipulation? Uh, we will get to our quote today. It is brought to us by 21st century guillotine. Has power and wealth been concentrated to a very few? Has corruption and voter manipulation made you question free will and any control you may have had over anything? Try 21st century guillotine. Uh, you know what to do with that. It's a guillotine. Uh, it's used for chopping off heads, uh, generally of people that have overstepped their power and or wealth. That, uh, that sponsor brings us into the quote today from Cambridge Analytica. In the view of the board, Mr. Nix's recent comments secretly recorded by Channel 4 News do not represent the values or operations of the firm. I don't believe you. 
that is the quote from Cambridge Analytica in regards to uh, their suspension of their CEO, uh, Alexander Nix, uh, for his caught on secret ca- for his caught on secret camera comments. I think they're they're referring to the comments on uh, whether or not they would basically blackmail and entrap and blackmail uh, candidates or or people of power to try and get their votes or influence. Uh, in political campaigns, uh, and uh, which was something that they previously said in the video that they specifically did not do, but other companies did. Um, and uh, so he's in hot water. They're in hot water, not just for that, but the reach of this company, Cambridge Analytica, has been exposed as being something that is um, almost infinitely powerful. Uh, that is being wielded by wealthy people, corporations, um, to kind of you know get behind, get into the shadows, and do their bidding through corporate espionage or even like state espionage. Like this is like private company that is participating in high level uh, corruption and like you know potentially treason, uh, spreading misinformation, voter manipulation uh like it's it's everything that conspiracy theories are and it's one of the reasons that I don't really discount conspiracy theories that have any sort of plausibility to them like something like the illuminati okay so this isn't the illuminati but it is in everything but name right like this is a small group of people that is literally shaping how things are working regardless of of your votes or your uh you know your donations or whatever it is you're trying to to get done politically anyways and in a lot of ways it seems uh corporate as corporately as well because um i think that's where they started is getting into corporate espionage and sounds like that's uh that's where they are getting into places like china now um, they specifically mentioned in the tapes that they aren't getting into politics, politics in China yet, but are just getting into China. So you only assume that it's corporate espionage. Um, but in the end, they are a consulting firm, a political consulting firm, a corporate consulting firm, data consulting for- firm. Um, and so the question, I guess, is how far should that go? Um, I mean, all political campaigns are going to have consultants that mind data that seek where they're maybe weakest or strongest or what their stronger messages are and tell their uh their candidates to uh to hammer on those points that sounds reasonable from that context but then when you start talking about well we'll use you know scenarios that are maybe too good to be true uh, to persuade certain people, we will blackmail and we will entrap and blackmail people. We will target the psyche of mass amounts of voters who are easily swayed by misinformation. Um, like, is that legal? The entrapment and blackmail, like, it, as far as I understand, definitely is not. But the voter, like, the spread of misinformation and stuff like that. I mean, it's a new thing because of the internet, sort of. I'm not saying that people didn't spread misinformation before. In fact, they probably did easier, um, if not less frequently. 
because people can't couldn't check it. But um, it blows my mind that in a world where we can check everything um, very easily, source everything very easily, uh, that fake news and fake uh, propaganda is still swaying people. And not just swaying people, but like on a mass scale, on a scale of of entire Western democracies. So we've like we've seen these things in movies and spy novels, but this is the real shit. And all this sounds like stuff that, uh, you know, goes on in smaller republics, smaller countries, impoverished nations, uh, nations that are run by militaries and dic- dictators and that type of thing. But this is like. This is happening in major world powers in the United States, uh, the president of the United States, in the UK, uh, Brexit. These are nuclear nations uh, that are being manipulated at high levels by wealthy foreign powers, presumably Russia, presumably Putin. Uh, I mean, this is warfare. It, there's no bloodshed yet, but uh, the I th- like the bloodshed is I think supposed to happen uh, to each other. Uh, why send Russian troops to uh, and like declare war and all this type of stuff when you can spread your ideology uh, secretly and subversively uh, to the point that people will fight themselves. Like, again, it sounds like uh, the premise for a decent, uh, you know, diehard plot or something like that. Or maybe, like, Mission Impossible plot. So what is there to do? I mean, these people hold more power than even Putin. How can you how can you sit across the table from somebody and they tell you about all their methods of manipulation and all the things that they will do to candidates and to people that... Um, you know, anybody, uh, it doesn't matter. It's not their discretion. It's whoever they get paid to do it to. How can you be sure that you're not being played by them? I mean, the only person who could really be sure is Putin because he's like the richest person in the world, but, and can give them whatever they want. But, uh, even, even that, like at a point, if you're Cambridge, if you're Cambridge Analytica, you have to look at each other and be like, we're holding the power here. You know, who's to say we haven't been recording all of this stuff with Putin? Who's to say that we haven't that we don't have dirt on Putin? And uh, they probably do. Why wouldn't they? You know, if they can pull these tactics anywhere else, the only reason they couldn't do it in Russia is that for some reason Russia has like some crazy high-level network security that we know nothing about and for some reason can't attain. Um which is possible. I mean, it's pretty easy to keep secrets when you murder people who don't. So, yeah, this company is getting scary. And, like, even today, uh, they just announced, <laughs> or not announced, but um, the Mercer family, who is the, the founders of Cambridge Analytica, setting up a new company. Uh, they set it up in August of last year. Uh, and the Mercers were appointed to its board uh, on March 16th of this year, which, if you're doing math, was, like, five days ago. Um, it's called Emmer Data, and it's listed as a company that does data processing, hosting, and related activities, and uh, shares an address with Cambridge Analytica's parent company. Like, and they've appointed 
suspended CEO of Cambridge Analytica, Alexander Nix, as a director of Emmerdata. Like, not even hiding it. Again, what is there to do? What can we do to these people? We can arrest them, throw them in jail. What do you do with all the, like the funds and stuff that they've been funneling through all this shit? I don't know. How like it's obviously globally pervasive. So what do you charge them with? Where do you charge them? How do you stop it? How do you stop anybody else from doing the same thing? It's it's a whole web. You know? And so that's why um our sponsor today is the 21st Century Guillotine. And uh, that might sound a little morbid, but I mean, those things have happened in the past. People get way too powerful and the the masses get fed up and all of a sudden heads are rolling. We're not past these types of behaviors. Schools are still getting shot up. Dictators are still running the planet. You know, it's it's not even like... I mean, there's revolutions in Egypt and stuff like that, not... Uh, even a few years ago so these things happen and they're not isolated to to unstable quote-unquote nations these are being hit these are hitting our own quote-unquote democratic governments which we are finding out now are not so democratic uh and it's a really scary thought it's a really uh you know it's a deep existential threat to the way that we think uh things are and should be running uh, I want to talk about Facebook for a second because Facebook uh, is how they mine all this data. Uh, 50 million Facebook users and their information uh, just kind of taken uh, and utilized to uh, to then manipulate to then manipulate elections and, and political process. Uh, what is their complicity here? Uh, what's our complicity? Because uh, as much as we're going to rail on Facebook for not uh, keeping our information secure, um, we aren't keeping our information secure. We're the ones that gave, gave it to Facebook. We just like, hey, yeah, take it. Here you go. Um, here's my pictures. Here's my uh, birthday. Here's my phone number. Here's all my preferences. Here's the people I hang out with. Uh, here's the things I say. Here's the food I like. Um, you know, all that stuff is getting mined. Uh, that's how those companies make money. That's how Google makes money. That's how Facebook makes money. That's how Netflix makes money. Well, Netflix makes money on subscriptions, but they, their, their most valuable uh, commodity is information is their uh all the data they have on people's habits what they watch when they watch it who's watching what that is infinitely valuable information uh that they keep so close to the chest it's it it, it, nobody knows anything about that stuff except for the high level uh uh ceos there at the high level executives there at netflix so what they're doing with that information is now in question. You know, we thought they were using it to sell to advertisers and stuff um, so that they posted ads alongside of our Google that, you know, reflected our preferences, and that's true. 
and that's freaky enough. Uh, but we didn't mind it because we didn't read the fine print. And then when the fine print happened, we just became fine with what it meant. And, uh, you know, it's kind of nice that stuff that I like is popping up, you know, rather than me having to dig through a bunch of stuff. That seems like something that starts with a uh, altruistic idea. And somebody at, at Google or Facebook going like, what if we could write an algorithm that showed people, um, you know, stuff that associated with things that they like? Um, you know, wouldn't that be nice if instead of having a bunch of ads for, you know, golfing, when you don't like golfing, you have a bunch of ads for uh, books because you like to read. And everybody at Facebook and or Google and, and all these places go, hmm, yeah, that makes sense, and that would be nice. And then all of a sudden, it's a, like a mass manipulation tool. Uh, so, yeah, pretty fucked up. And uh, that's uh, that's where we'll end it for today. And uh, that quote again coming from Cambridge Analytica's press release regarding their CEO, Alexander Nix, in the view of the board... Mr. Nix's recent comments secretly recorded by Channel 4 News do not represent the values or operations of the firm. Uh, That again is Cambridge Analytica. And uh, that quote brought to us today by 21st Century Guillotine. Has power and wealth been concentrated to a very few? Has corruption and voter manipulation made you question free will and any control you may have had over anything? Try 21st Century Guillotine. You know what to do. Thanks to anybody who is listening. Thanks again to Crooked Spies for uh, providing their tunes. Uh, make sure you are following the Slackline on Instagram at the.slack.line. On Twitter at the Slackline. On Twitter at Slackline underscore radio. And on YouTube and iTunes at the Slackline podcast. Uh, you have been listening to The Boss. Happy hump day to everybody. Hope you have a good one. We will talk to you tomorrow. Bye for now.